0: happy weekend we are having such a chill day today it is my business besties birthday try to say that five times fast happy birthday chrissy i love you i hope you have the bestest birthday weekend ever and i'm just excited to do life with you and grow a business together raise our kids together And take over the world. So a little shout out to Chrissy. So today on the podcast, we are talking about how to work less and make more, which is like my favorite subject. Like that's the whole goal of building an e-learning empire is you have more work up front, meaning like you get your trainings together, you get your mindset together, you get your funnels together, you get all of these like pieces and parts together so you'll there will be like some heavy lifting up front but then the goal is that it gets easier and easier and easier and easier and you work less and less and less and you make more and more and more and that's really like the last five years I can honestly say like that has been me um I feel just so relaxed I like my life is really slowing down before baby. Um and I love that I don't have to work as hard as Emma coughs in the background. So in order to do this, um to work less and make more. Mommy, let's go Cora. You want to go Cora? Okay, in a little bit. Um in order to work less and make more, we've really got to look at where, where is your time being sucked up? So one of my favorite tools to do is, um, most smartphones have screen time tracking, like built into them. If not, you can always like download an app. Um, but turn on your screen time for a week and you're going to see where your freaking time is going. This has been, Like literally eye opening for me because I am spending so much time on social media and I don't need to be. Like I, on average, I'll spend anywhere from twenty to thirty freaking hours on social media on my phone. So that's not even counting if I do anything on my laptop. Most of the things I would say are on my on my phone, but like that's not counting anything extra. And I'm like, what the actual f, right? Like. I don't need to be on there even in my downtime, right? Like that's not the best use of my time. And so I've really been putting up some guardrails around that and changing um, some things, some big things in order to not have that be so ridiculous. Like I honestly should be on social media a handful of hours every single week, like show up, give some love, see what's going on. Because I do like staying connected to people, but I don't need to be giving thirty hours away every single week, like twenty to thirty hours a week. Um, it goes up and down, but it's like in between that time frame. That's a lot of hours per per month, and then per year. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I could have a hobby. I could organize my whole house. I could sleep. I could watch courses. Right. Like I start to think about like what I could use them that time for. So that would be my first recommendation is turn on your freaking, freaking screen time to see where your time is going so we can be more efficient. And then I've got some questions that I want to ask you here. So let me pull those up. I'm not driving. So uh, there's a few other areas that I see women um, really give away a lot of their time. So uh, the first one is uh, too much housework. Too much meal prep time, so they're like figuring out what's for dinner, packing lunches, figuring out what they want to eat, going to the grocery store, um, putting away the groceries, you know, cutting up all the veggies, et cetera, et cetera, and then actually like sometimes even cooking. It's not like you still like going to pick up food, right? Um, So that's a huge one. Too many errands, so you're running around doing errands that you don't need to be doing, uh, too much, uh, too many social media platforms, so feeling like you need to be on LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, blah, 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 so much. Um, posting more than you need to. I would also then argue, uh, well, I have it down um, a couple more, but scrolling on social media. Checking email and DMs multiple times per day. That's another one that I'm like, I need to like bring it in, reel it in uh, talking on too many low or taking on too many low end clients. So to the point where you're not even profitable and you're giving away the farm for free, or at least it feels like it's for free, right? Like if let's say you're taking on $27, uh, clients and then like giving them like a VIP experience, it, it's going to suck up a ton of your time for a little, little money and so it's already out of alignment from a time and money standpoint too many meetings that don't need to be meetings i love there's like a coffee mug that says i survived another meeting that didn't need to be a meeting i love that i know that's really big in the corporate world Manually going back and forth with scheduling people. So like what time can you do? And you just keep going back and forth, back and forth. Uh, Manually onboarding clients. Manually invoicing clients. So like every single month sending bills out to people that could have just been like auto pay. Uh, Having your tasks in multiple places. So your head, post-it notes, notebooks, uh, maybe a Google Doc, et cetera, et cetera. And then having... Uh, client and or team communication in too many places. So maybe they call you, maybe they text you, maybe they voxer you, maybe they DM you, like all the forms of communication and you're like, meh, oh my gosh. Or if, they, if you do see them in person, then they're also like stopping you during your work day. So until we can like reel those things in, you're gonna feel like you're working a ton, even if it's in your personal life, right? Because as women, there's so much that we don't even put on our to-do list from the time we wake up to the time we go to bed, but it's still work, right? You may not be quote unquote getting paid for it, but it's still work and it still takes your energy and therefore uh, it's it's affecting your your life, right? It's affecting your mood, it's affecting your everything. And so when we can really like look at all of those areas and even more and start to bring them in, right, reel them in, then we can truly start to work less. So we've got to get a control of our time to then be able to scale our money, right? Like, a lot of times people are like, "Well, I'll just keep hustling and grinding, and then eventually I'll be able to like hire the house cleaner and all of these things, but like no matter what, everything is a habit, right, and so you may not be able to hire the house cleaner today um or maybe we could, right. I love pricing things out um just to see what they cost to see if I can either you know, cut something else from my budget or shift something around. Or if, if I truly am like, oh, I can swing that right now, then it gets something off of my plate. So um, one of my favorite uh, mentors, Denise Duffield Thomas, talks about delegating every weakness that you have. And I love that because when we keep taking on all of our weaknesses, it actually is hurting uh, not only our bottom line, but our, again, our mood, our energy, our quality of life, right? They go hand in hand. Imagine, like, let's say I wanted to work, you know, 20 to 30 hours a week total, like in my business. When I can have less and less of my weaknesses on my plate and more and more of my strengths, it's going to double my business. Like, think about what you made this year. Like, and you can take like, quote unquote, this year, like the last 365 days, it doesn't have to be like a calendar year, like pull your financials uh, or ask your accountant, like what, did, what, had, what have I made in the last 365 days and get that total and then make the fun game of, okay, how could I double that? Like without working more, right? Like how could I double that without working more? And and it's a really fun game because you can really start to think about, okay, like, do my prices need to increase, right? Do I need to hire somebody? Do I need to create, you know, a digital asset that I can sell um, to have higher profit margins? So you start to really truly think like a CEO and start to figure out what revenue streams could really support you and making more and working less. But it's hard to even see that possibility when you're so burnt out and exhausted, right? So it's like work on contr- like reeling in your time first, then figure out how we can double your revenue. And then it really becomes a a fun game of making that happen, right? And when you start to feel like money is a game and you're just in the game playing and you're a really, really good player, then we can start to see the results, right? And everyone has that, I call it your bestseller, your bestseller that you could sell all day, every day, right? It works. It's your tried and true. People love it. Um, it, you've got lots of testimonials, right? Like you, it's just working really, really well. And so, when we can double down, especially on the the tried and true, the the bestseller, you can make so much more money, right? And, and just making that better and better and better, and getting it to more and more people, increasing the pricing, right? Um, increase the customer client experience, right? Get systems and automations in place for that bestseller, right? And so it's not having a shit ton of, of revenue streams in order to do this. It's actually quite the opposite. When we have more and more revenue streams, there's more and more work to do. So yes, we want to diversify your revenue, but we want to do it very, very strategically and thoughtfully so it doesn't create this monster of a beast where you're like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm making more, but now I'm working more. So in order for us to truly accomplish this, we we get to be very intentional, very strategic. And the it is a money block to not let go of tasks. Like, I'm just going to call you out. If you keep holding on to all these freaking tasks, whether they're personal or business, it is a block. It is a block that you believe that people cannot do a good enough job for you. It's a block that you feel like you have to hold on to that money it's a block that you must work really really hard to make good money you are getting in your own way the longer you keep working harder and harder and harder like i know you're exhausted you wouldn't be listening to this podcast episode if you weren't right and so this is a block that you really really deeply get to break through and how I know how, how to best break through a block is by smacking it in the face <laughs> and saying, like, you're my bitch and I'm going to prove you wrong. And we start, we start doing something differently, right? Because when you are, maybe you've had a bad experience with somebody in the past. That's not every other person in this world. Like all business owners have had to let people go. Like they just have. The longer you've been in business, the more people you've had to let go. Not everyone is going to be in alignment. And the more you just let that go and find your person, right? Get good systems in place for them, get good training in place. Uh, A lot of times people can do great work, but they may not be set up for success, right? So you get to definitely set them up for success and, 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 communicate your expectations to them. So that way, uh, the team can win. Right. And so, uh, knowing that the money is replenishable. Every time I hire somebody, I make more money because I'm not doing so much work. Like I feel so la- like I have literally no stress going on maternity leave. Cause I know I have three solid, amazing ladies that have my freaking back. Like, and they're so good at what they do. They have different skills. They know my business inside and out. They've got the time availability. They've been trained. They've been on my team for quite a while. Like, I know they've got my back and anything that I need, they've got it. Like, they've got it. And it feels so good. Like, it is worth every penny. And sometimes you have to, you get to pay a little bit more for that, right? I have paid people like $19 an hour, $15 an hour, even like somebody overseas. And it was a shit show. It it costs me more money and time. So sometimes it is better to pay high ticket for people because you know, they're going to do great work. And it's going to be amazing. And you can move so much faster. So don't be afraid to spend a little bit extra to get a quality product, right? It's like buy, it's like going to the nice restaurant. Like You get what you pay for. It's like buying the nice clothes. You get what you pay for. Going to Disney World ain't cheap, but you get what you pay for. So don't allow your scarcity mindset to be like, oh. I can't afford that, right? Like, I can't afford somebody $30 an hour or whatever it may be. Like, yes, I believe we've got to make sure that that person is really, like, truly an A player and isn't just asking for that, to ask for that. But you can tell pretty quickly if their their pricing is in alignment um, with the the results that they're going to help you get. You you can tell pretty quickly. And I know you're a smart woman. So, Ah. <sighs> I know I, I, I've i been a little hard on you today, but I, I know you can handle it. And I know what's waiting for you on the other side. And I want you to get there so badly. And like I become more obsessed with this. And like I shared at the beginning, I'm still on that, this journey, that journey, this journey, whatever you want to say of working smarter, not harder. It, it doesn't stop. That's why I was like screen time. Oh my gosh, this has got to be brought in and, and before baby, right? I don't want to miss out on precious pure moments with my baby um, because I'm scrolling social media. And quite honestly, it's probably just a habit. So I've like moved the apps into a folder to make it a little bit harder. I've put screen time limits on. We're moving all of our clients off of social media, which will be happening soon because we have like a few Facebook groups. Um, And I'm automating a lot of my marketing where it's ads and emails and podcasting. Uh, to find my dream person. I like, I don't need to be on social media 30 hours a week in order to find my dream clients. So it's really like acknowledging that this is something I want to work on and then working on it, right? Like that's all I want you to do. I want you to acknowledge that this is something that you get to work on and starting to see what areas that you can really um, improve so we can make more money. And I, I'm, I'm excited for you to do the exercise of All right, how much have I made in the last 365 days and how can I double it? What is my best seller? What are my next steps? And of course, if there's anything that I can do to support you, you know that I'm here. But let's get you working smarter, not harder, so you can make more money and enjoy your life. Because that's the whole point of becoming an entrepreneur, right? Is to freaking enjoy your life. All right, so get to work. So we can really make this happen and I can't wait to hear all of your wins.